Okay, and we're here. We are here. <laughs> All right, so actually, you just mentioned that you forgot what the name of the episode was right before we started recording, or what the point of the episode was. Yes, I did. You see the bottle <laughs> sitting in front of you, though, so I'll explain really quickly. For everybody listening, we have Zach on the show once again. I had a dry uh, December, January, and February from the show, not from drinking. Is that right? <laughs> so, actually... Oh, you just mean not on the show. Yeah, not those. on the show. I gotcha. Um, I, you posted the dry January in like the end of December, right? That, that yeah, you were doing it. Probably. So, I was going to do it, but I wasn't going to tell you because I planned on being on the show early February, and I oh. was like, then I can say I did it with you, and you didn't even know. And uh, I got to the bar, and... Let the demons in. Oh, did you? <laughs> so you didn't make I it? I planned on just being a DD, and then somebody ordered an extra drink for somebody else, and they were just like, oh, you can have that one, and I was just like, no, no. Oh, no. And hit my lips, and I was like, yeah, I'm just I'm not going to tell chap. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you just told everybody, <laughs> so we're all disappointed. Yeah. No, well, I, a lot of Maybe next year. Do. Yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> I thought it was surprisingly easy this year. I was. I like, made it 20 days. Did you? It was on like the 21st or the whatever that's the last Saturday of January was. Okay. And I was just like, oh, I almost did it. Yeah. <laughs> it was surprisingly like good though. Really? Yeah. It was you... weird to go back to drinking though. Like Four Roses tasted different. That was the first whiskey I had. Everything tasted different for me. Yeah. I mean, it totally was out of practice. Like I still think like not to toot my own horn, I assume I, I was still getting more notes than like somebody who doesn't drink whiskey at all. Oh yeah. But like I was definitely getting way less than when I was It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Like it feels awkward when you hop on a bike if you haven't rode for a year. Right. But like you still know how to ride a bike. Or like if you're on vacation somewhere with no car and then when you get home you drive and it's like yeah. I remember how to drive, but this feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The weird one was when I joined the army and had to go away for like five months. And oh, I and drove, not drive. Only drove well the first 10 weeks I didn't drive anything because it was like boot camp and then yeah I was in a driving school so oh, okay. we drove just giant military trucks and semis and I got home and I was like cars are weird yeah <laughs> I can't even imagine I haven't been that long without driving since I started driving that was literally. weird that yeah. was worse than whiskey I think oh I bet getting how to do it like red lights I was like what's a red light <laughs> yeah yeah that's hilarious so for today's episode, we actually, you can see the bottles in front of you here. We have Johnny Walker Black and we have Chivas Regal 12. Now, this was actually requested by a listener. They said it was, it's actually one of the Q&As. They just wanted to know my opinion. And I was like, well, I've never put them side by side. I've actually never had the Chivas was this Regal. On, was that on your live? No, it was actually one of, I think it was December's Q&A episode or maybe it was November's Q&A episode. I feel like I, re I couldn't remember if it was on the live or not. I was only there for like half the live, so I remember the question, so it must have been on one of your episodes. Yeah, there's, there was talk about Johnny Walker on my live. For that's sure. right. Yeah. So that's probably what you're thinking of. But yeah, so the, the Q&A, somebody asked for my opinion on these two just versus each other, and I thought, well, let's like put them side by side and then really compare them. So um, I haven't had Johnny Walker Black for a while, and I've never had Chivas Regal, so this will be kind of cool to I drink compare. Johnny Black a lot. Yeah. I know. That's why this is your episode. Because have you ever had Chivas? I haven't. Okay. Because I was wondering if you had or not, because it's kind of like less popular, but everybody compares it to Johnny. At least right. less popular where we grew up. Because yeah. I, I had never even heard of it till somebody asked me. Did about you? It. Was it hard to find? Uh, no, no. It's everywhere, like on the shelves. Hmm. So that's why it's almost like it's just. I've less... seen it at our local Giant Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like I was actually uh, describing it to Maggie because obviously she's not like big into whiskey. So she everything she knows about whiskey is just from me talking right. about it. Uh, my wife, Maggie, for those of you listening. And I mentioned uh, she's like, what exactly like what's the point of comparing these? And I was like, well, I was like, it's kind of like 
Johnny Walker is like White Claw, where everybody's heard of it, everybody knows what it is, and then Chivas Regal is like Truly, where it's like it might be better than White Claw, but like people don't know about it as yeah. much. People don't like pop culture it. Yeah, I did just compare to seltzers, so judge me. I didn't even pour <laughs> any, and then I handed it to you. Okay, it looked like a cork, and it is not. I thought it was a cork. Yeah. I, I definitely would have guessed cork, just by the way the the color of the lid was and stuff. Right, and it has like the little ridges yeah. that you would think would be for pulling it, but yeah. So, um, both of these do not have corks, which is always you lose a couple points in my book. But I just like corks for yeah. no real major reason. Probably the sound. The sound the part sound. of the experience. Well, it is your opening sound. Exactly. I like it that much. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can uh, put these front and center again, right? Yeah, yeah, that way though. Maybe I should remember which one's which too. Yes, that's Chivas, right? And that's Johnny. Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely know. know when the Johnny hits my lips, unless they're like that similar. Well, that's what we're gonna find yeah, out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. And right? then I was also thinking to decipher them. The Chivas is definitely more yellow, and the Johnny oh, is definitely yeah. more golden brown. So the the Chivas has the twelve year age statement. Does Johnny have an age statement? Twelve years also. Yep. Yeah, it has an age. Yep. Also age twelve years. So they're the same age. So it's either got to do with the barrels or the amount of water they're cutting it with. Or can you add coloring to Scotch? I think you. I yes, Scotch you can, bourbon you cannot. So I don't know why they're different colors, but I know the Johnny is darker than the Chivas, and they're like significantly like yes, like I you know to somebody that doesn't drink whiskey, they might say like. It's I mean, same. it's all the same. It looks like one you poured a little bit of water into, but they, they're def- they're definitely different. Yeah. I mean, it's like noticeable, actually. So I know we don't do a ton with colors for everybody listening, but if you have ever seen these two side by side, in the bottle, not super duper noticeable. In the glass, extremely noticeable. It's not. But yeah. I feel like this has thicker, like the Chivas has thicker glass. Well, and they're shaped so differently. Yeah, that they're definitely hard. shaped differently. But like this one is definitely like, how much more expensive is this uh no actually the johnny's a little more it's expensive, more expensive i wow. believe yeah um well, i can actually look that up there's the first knock on johnny is this is a nicer bottle yeah <laughs> yeah and i thought it was gonna be corked and then i'd really be like good job chivas but <laughs> it uh it's not corked i will get a direct price comparison but for now let's start with the johnny since you've had okay. it before let's start with that very familiar so this is a blended scotch. I think I don't even know if Johnny makes any single malts, but I'm not as big into Johnny as you are. But I know a lot of them are blended, like the main. Yeah, not that I know of. Yeah, unless they have some that are non-typical shelved. Right, exactly. I know all their main, like the red, the black, the green, blue, the blue. green. Yeah, yeah. Those are all blended. Um, let's see. But I mean, that's their thing. So unless right. they make some one-offs, right? Which exactly. they could, and they definitely could own a brand that we don't know that they own. Like well, all of the other ones. <laughs> all alcohol is so much that way. Giant conglomerates that act like they're little mom and pops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we've been around since the beginning. And it's like you bought the guy who was around since yeah. the beginning. For those of you who don't know, that is extraordinarily common, actually. Okay, so I did just look up the prices. The Johnny Walker is 38 The Chivas Regal is 33 So that's $5. It's that's pretty significant. Pretty, yeah. And I feel like that's two different categories. Like when I go into the liquor store looking for... Uh, I guess there's times I'll go in looking for a sub 30 bottle and there's times I'm going to go in looking for like high 30 to 50. Yeah. And then it like, obviously if I'm going in there for 50 plus, it's right. It's going to be just that bottle. But like, I feel completely different. Yeah. 
group. I feel like I totally draw a pretty firm line at like $35. Where if it's like yeah. if it's less than $35, I'm like, I'll just buy it, whatever, I'll try it. And if it's more than $35, then I'm kind of like, is this going to be good? Like it better be good, right? Yeah, cuz once you touch $40, like right. It's <laughs> I don't want it to just sit on the shelf full. Right, like, exactly. That just sounds dumb. <laughs> I want to like it. Then it's no longer like, oh, I'll just mix with it or whatever. Yeah. So let's, but let's, maybe that's that could be why it's it's thirty three is to get more people to drink it. Right, it you very know, that well might could be their be. their strategy, I guess. <laughs> so let's smell the let's smell the Johnny. Uh, and as you mentioned, their thing is they're like the best blended squat scotch, quote unquote. Yeah, and um, blended def- squatch, blended squatch. <laughs> um, and I believe what their thing is is blended from the different regions of Scotland. So that's like the Johnny Walker thing is that you get a little bit of the peat smoke, like peatiness, and a little bit of like the the just nice light Speyside Highland, all that. And so um, I will read a little bit more up on it, but let's do some smelling here. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) I haven't had this in a long time. Now, I know for sure. So uh, in my live, somebody asked, like, what's that first whiskey that you tried? I, I told the story where I didn't like it. And... The truth is it was Johnny Walker, but I think it was the red, which I think is the cheapest, right? Yeah, it is the cheapest. Okay. And the red has, the red is in that price point where it's like with Rebel Yell, where it's like all bite, mm-hmm. no flavor. And that's exactly how And if it you're was. brand new, you're definitely not pulling flavor from Johnny Red. Right. And so actually you guys will notice in this episode, I ask Zach questions sometimes <laughs> because specifically Johnny Walker, he knows very well. <laughs> it's like... Your whiskey, basically. It's like your go-to. Yeah, that's definitely my go-to. This is... Black is my go-to. Yeah, yeah. And so. I tried green. I See, I had, like, any green bottle I avoided until mm. you got me to try one. I forget which one you got me to try. It might be one you have here. I don't know. I tried You mean, something. like, a green bottle of scotch? Yeah. It might be the Lafroig up there. That might be it. That's really, really smoky. And then I tried Johnny's green bottle. Okay. Now, I have heard that their green label, somebody commented that it is better than the blue, in their opinion. It's way cheaper, but they said, I like it more than the blue. You disagree? I disagree. With okay. That. I haven't I had mean, the green, so I don't blue know. Blue is so good, but like, can you justify buying that? Well, right. And putting it in a decanter, or, like opening it and taking a while to finish it, like it's tough. Well, and that's kind of where I'm already at with this black. It's been a long time since I had it, and I've had blue way more recently. And I'm kind of like, this is a fifth about of the price less than a fifth like or i mean like even less like a seventh of the price and of that's the blue. assuming you're getting state minimum pricing yeah yeah that's like if you're not point. in ohio like john I've, I've heard johnny can blue can be 300 dollars in other states yeah i was gonna say we always just pay the same amount if you can find it then you pay that much yeah and i'm already like this is pretty solid now Real quick, this isn't meant to be a comparison to Johnny Blue, but the Johnny Blue has a way better mouthfeel. Like, it does. You can feel yeah. that it is more expensive in your mouth, but flavor-wise, close to the same. Yeah. So I'm getting a little bit of like peatiness, a little bit of sweetness. Um, we'll get a little bit more specific with their flavor notes as well. What I think my favorite is is that you still get like the real Scotch syrup taste from Johnny. Yeah. But you still, it's not just that. Right. Like, it's not just the scotch, like, the typical scotch flavor, and that's why I love these blended scotches. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I think that is their thing, right? Yeah. That, like, I think that is what gives it the appeal, because you do get a little bit of everything. And they do even say on their website, a masterful blend of single malt and grain whiskeys from across Scotland. So that is, like, you're getting a little bit of everything, blending it all together just right. And uh, this, for the black specifically, it says you can drink it on ice, neat, or in a highball. So it's they're calling it that price range where you can still do you know different things with it. Um, so before we go to their flavor, wait, it notes, doesn't say you need a water dropper. No, it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was your episode, wasn't it? 
<laughs> yeah. All right. So before we get into their flavor notes, let's go to the Chivas. Just another quick first impression. So this is also aged 12 years. It's uh, so much weaker on the nose. Yeah. Which is weird. And it's I'm getting like real scotch notes, like syrupy yeah. notes from it, whereas the Johnny definitely is like peated. <laughs> I was going to say, I was just about to say the earthiness of the Johnny is way more apparent. In your face. Yeah. yeah. And it's the first thing I think you get. Yeah. And it mellows out the more you waft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's try this. But this is very, very light. Mm-hmm. Way less peat. Peaty earthiness. Now, it's still there. I don't want to give off the impression. Yeah, it's, it's still not. there. Because this is also just blended. But I wouldn't is... confuse the two. No, I don't By think any so means. either. I think we could mix these around right now and we would know which was which. 100%. Pretty quickly. I don't know if I just got a bad gulp or if it is a little bit worse of a mouthfeel. A little bit more of a burn. A little bit. I will say, though, both of these for the 30 to $40 price range, not harsh on your tongue. No. At all. Like, neither of these are, are like, burning me up. But and I that's also... what I like about Johnny Red is like if I'm having a night where I don't like to have I feel like you're more I don't know how to word this, but I feel like you're more you'll eat any kind of food and like see how it changes the whiskey. But like there's certain ones like Johnny Black. If I have like wings and celery and ranch, I'm not oh, going to yeah. drink Johnny Black because like I enjoy knowing like the flavor that I know it should be. Yeah. So I'll drink Johnny Red if I eat like a bunch of crappy food, like if I have pizza. Yeah, I'm gonna rather have Johnny Red because like it's oh, still good enough. For I me. for sure do the same thing. Yeah. If it's like a steak, like if I'm having a ribeye, then I'll get out like the nicer stuff. Yeah. Most of the time, especially with food, I stick to the lower price stuff because I don't really want. I know for sure that if I'm enjoying the food, I'm not gonna be spending too much time enjoying the whiskey, and so I don't want to just go nuts on the price. Yeah, and like even though I enjoy a ribeye more than I enjoy like the local pizza. Mm-hmm. I can still enjoy the whiskey with that. Right, right. Because your mouth's not full of grease. <laughs> so here's what I'll say. I think the Johnny has the, the syrup flavor a bit more. It has more of the peaty earthiness. and These are both, like, these are almost like the same scotch at different, just, just barely moved on the spectrum of scotch flavors. Because the Chivas, I think, has more of almost the citrusy fruitiness that like your Glen Morangi has whereas the Johnny has very little fruitiness because of the earthiness yeah like 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 if you look at the map of like where they make the different types of scotches and stuff like Johnny is definitely getting pushed north and this is definitely getting pushed south exactly it's literally like if you have a plot from Isla to Highland they are so close on that spectrum but Mm -hmm. Johnny's just a bit more to the Isla side and Chivas is just a bit more like the Speyside Highland yeah. type. But this I like it. I don't I don't not like it. I'm very intrigued actually. I like them both a lot. Yeah. It's definitely it's got a lower specific heat probably too cuz the Chivas is cold. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very specific. <laughs> well, you said that on one of our early episodes. Oh, that's right. And then uh for what people care um I definitely think our phones are listening to us because I got like two recommendations for me, for Neil deGrasse that. Tyson videos on specific heat after we left the episode, and I was like, "You told me about that, hmm. dude." They our phones are bad. About I was that. like, "That's creepy." Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'll give a little bit of a bio on Chivas here. Only the finest malt and grain whiskeys lie within Chivas Twelve. Within the twelve-year Scotch whiskeys that go into our signature blend, you'll find. Whew, 
Strathila is how I'm going to assume that's pronounced. <laughs> I, I am so transparent about the fact that I, not only do I not know as much about Scotch as I do about bourbon, I also am horrible at pronouncing all of the words from Scotland. And the names of the Scotches. Yes. The names are really bad. So this on Chivas's website, though, specifically says distinctive Speyside flavors full of crisp orchard fruits, wild heather or heather. And sweet honey can be found in every sip of Chivas 12. So they do call out that it's got that fruity Fruitiness. sweetness that a side would have, like uh, the monkey shoulder up there. And I can totally see that. So let's go through and do the, the notes that they say you should get. And we'll, we'll. And I feel like I've read before that the addition of Heather, and I don't know if that's in Johnny. Yeah. But I don't think it is. Okay. And I've heard that that mellows out the earthiness. Oh, of interesting. Scotches. I don't know it's like I a, know. it's like a flower plant. Type. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't even know how to pronounce it when I saw it. So let's look it up. I don't know what it looks like, but I've read that somewhere. Yeah. I only Which know it, it as the would, name. It is. It's a floral. It's a purple flower. Yeah. Eurasian hel- Heath. Heath. <laughs> it's spelled like <laughs> Heather without the ER. <laughs> that grows abundantly um, on Moreland and Heathland. We probably sound so stupid. I don't know. Flowers. Can you imagine if somebody in like Ireland is listening? They're yeah. Like, Dude, flowers specifically, I don't care what region we're talking about. That is an adult trait I do not have yep. is to be like, oh, you got some really nice lilac growing out in your <laughs> beds. Like, I have no idea what any flowers look like. I know what a rose looks like. That's it. Yep. That's literally it. Yeah. And, and certain, you know. like, certain bushes, because everyone in Ohio gets, like, a bush thrown in their front yard right. when they build it. Right. Exactly. So, to reel it back to these whiskeys here, I w- did forget to mention, these are both 40%. So, we're playing a fair ball game here. Which I could definitely tell that they were yeah the same percent alcohol and they're not very harsh so. no and there's not a huge difference in finish between the two like for the five dollar price difference yeah the, the fruitiness goes away in this one and they they kind of finish out the same to me mm-hmm. and definitely in terms of mouthfeel the johnny's a little bit more oily without a doubt the chivas just a little bit dries up your tongue i think but it's close like it's not it's extreme. not drastic yeah by any means all right, so we'll go through John, or yeah, Johnny's notes first. So what they say for the smell is a bold scent of fruits with a touch of sweet vanilla. I get just smoky earthiness. <laughs> I get the sweet vanilla for sure. I can see that. I can yeah, see that. But I do not get fruit by any means. No. Not the way that you do from the Chivas. Yeah, it is way more earthy to me. And so actually I'm reading their notes for the first time right now, and it kind of cracks me up a little bit. But we'll I'll explain why here in a second. So then for the palate, it says, or they actually call it just the taste. It says creamy toffee, sweet fruit, and spice roll over the tongue. The toffee and the spice I still see. Maybe it's because we're comparing to the chivas, but I don't get a lot of fruit. Because the chivas I get way more yeah, fruit. Yeah. I, I mean I can see the fruit just because I drink this all the time. But once True. you once chivas touches your lips, you're like, oh, this is fruit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe we even should have read the notes before trying the chivas but i can i'm gonna try it without being biased here let's try it again okay yeah there's a little fruitiness in there Definitely. yeah but it's so it's so covered up by like the oily vanilla yeah exactly yeah. and that's where i was just about to say it kind of cracks me up for the finish they say a warming smoky finish so they don't bring up smoke until the finish <laughs> and i'm like it's definitely there in all three stages. All three of them. There's smokiness yeah. in all of it. Um, but I feel like that's just not a scotch characteristic that people bring up. Like, it's always peat. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like with bourbon. When you taste bourbon too much, you quit saying oak because you're like, 
tastes like bourbon, like, yeah. like bourbon oak synonymous, right? So if there's a little bit of peat in your scotch, you don't really think about calling it peated, like calling out that flavor note. But I would say I agree with their notes if it was smoky with f- f- uh, a scent of fruits and a touch of sweet vanilla, smoky with creamy toffee, sweet fruit, and spice. And then, you know what I mean? If it was going that way, I would totally agree with it. So how do you feel about the flavor notes? I'll recap here. Um, bold scent of fruits with a touch of sweet vanilla, creamy toffee in the, on the palate with sweet fruit and spice, and then the finish just says warming and smoky. How do you feel about The that? toffee is my favorite part. That's why I drink it. Yeah. Is that toffee flavor from this price point. Um, and I, you still get that in red. Not It's overpowered by the earthy burn yeah <laughs> and i will say burn because that is definitely a cheaper taste like i think red's overpriced in my opinion oh okay yeah um i think that's either mid to high 20s right and yeah it's usually probably... 28 it's a weird it's the only one that's always a weird price like i'll see like 28 16 okay like, I, I don't know if that's what it actually is but it's like a weird amount of change yeah and yeah. i always know that it's johnny red because it's the only one that's like not an even amount that's on the shelf oh, okay um but i think that that should be priced more like regular bland jack right okay um so it makes it hard for me to ever buy red yeah yeah i totally if it's 10 to 15 dollar difference i'd buy black for sure i was like because i like i said i haven't had the red for a while because i did not like it. red's a really good mixer though oh i'm trying to go because like i don't know like to me like jack everyone mixes with jack yeah and i don't like mixing with jack okay I don't know why, but I don't like the Jack flavor in anything. Mixing is probably my favorite way to drink Jack. To be transparent, I, I don't. I just really don't drink Jack. Well, yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. Not, you know, bottom shelf Jack. Right, right. Yeah. Um. I like I said. I think I agree with all the flavor notes. If smoky was up front, and then yeah. all the flavor notes. Now, when it says spice on the palate, I agree with that. I like the toffee the most. I think with the spice, you get a little bit of like a cinnamon type, not like not like sweet cinnamon, but something that Johnny has always brought me, and a lot of uh, scotches do, is a little bit, just a touch of like a clove or like a mm-hmm. little bitterness with it. And that is something that I think in the red was so apparent that I really didn't like it. It's like they take out whatever, they take out all of the expensive ingredients and just leave in that clove flavor in the red. It's so much more apparent in the in the red and that is what i did not like about it this one it's more on the end and i think it comes from the peatiness you get like a little bit of clove but overall i agree with their tasting notes i just think smoky they do much better than a lot of bourbons with their tasting notes oh there's a lot of bourbons that have in this price range in my opinion maybe a little cheaper like the 30 the sub 30s that have the most unrealistic tasting notes and i get i do understand every single one that's on there yeah. but i agree with you that like they're smoky in all three stages yes absolutely i think that is my only major disagreement with their flavor notes is that smoky wasn't in all three of them but the chivas like, is spot on yeah well yeah cuz they mentioned the space side and all that so let's do their specific nose palette finish here so for the nose they say an aromatic infusion of wild herbs I got to say this word again. Is it Heather or Heather? Heather. Do you know? I'm 90% Heather? sure it's Heather. All right. Everybody listening, you feel free to make fun of me. Yeah. And, and honey me. and orchard fruits. <laughs> now, I said citrus, but they're saying, oh, I guess you can have an orange orchard, right? I don't know. Does that count as an orchard? Maybe like pear. I Ooh, can see pear. that, maybe. Pear's a good one. Pear, I always, like, if it's a fruitiness that's kind of pale and I don't know what it is, I'm like, nah, it's pear. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see that. Well, because you know it's not apple. 
And it's like, well, what's kind of like an apple, but more like citrus? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A pear. That's a great description. (laughs) Yeah. And I like the wild herbs that they throw in there. It kind of is like if you're ever walking through the woods and you come to like a clearing. And I think that's the difference between the smoky peat and like what this is. Yes. Totally. And that's what gives me like the southern vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I I guess it's not really south, but. To me, I just that's how I'm looking at the map is it's south. Right. I but get it's what more you're like saying. what? Like you know, west? I don't have my <laughs> I actually want to hang up. I have a puzzle that's a map of Scotland. I should hang it up in here for this for purpose, but I know what you're saying though. Yeah. 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 More of the Highland type of a smell or Speyside, which is what they, they say on here. So on the palate they say round and creamy with a full rich taste. Oh, I swear I didn't read this. I swear. Of honey and ripe pears. All right. <laughs> I'm getting it back. Alongside vanilla, hazelnut, and butterscotch notes. I want to try for the hazelnut. But I'm not sure. Yeah, but I feel like here's our issue. Have you ever actually eaten hazelnuts? No. And that's the problem. I feel I like... I drank hazelnut coffee. That's every Yeah, cool. I've had hazelnut coffee. I've, I finally had hazelnuts like three weeks ago. Did you really? They're actually pretty good. Not like Nutella, though. And that's oh, my that's problem is I always just think of Nutella and I'm like, this doesn't taste like Nutella. That's but it's like, that's not point. what a real hazelnut not tastes that like. sweet at all. <laughs> it's not eight, like seven eighths sugar mm-hmm. and, and chocolate. Part, yeah. And one part actual hazelnut. I could kind of see it. The little bit of like a hazelnut. The ripe pears, I think, is what I was confusing for citrus. Once again, still getting back into it from dry January. Don't judge me. <laughs> it is. Uh, we're recording this February 6th. So I haven't exactly been you know all in with the whiskey yet yeah but i'm proud of myself for the pears i think the honey and hazelnut kind of echo what would be the toffee and the johnny does that yeah make sense and i get the i get the honey i don't know how to describe this but there's certain whiskeys that like have a burn on your tongue and then like a taste still towards like the front of your mouth like lip yes almost and this is one that's like honey like right on the tip of my tongue yeah i get exactly what you're saying yeah. it's like it touches you with the sweetness first and then you start to get yeah but like it hangs around yeah and yep. the honey is definitely there like i i think i would get the same thing if i literally like dipped a spoon in honey yeah i could totally agree with that now the they don't mention really spices in their palate and i think I would get almost more of the clove and less of the cinnamon and this chivas, and it is a little bit unpleasant to me. And maybe they're attributing that to the herbs. They don't say. And that's what I would say. If they make, do they make a higher shelf bottle of this? Oh, yeah. This is actually their their lowest. So I'd be interested because no, the person who recommended it, they asked just for chivas versus Johnny Black. They didn't say which one. And I assume these are close to the same price, so we'll just do I'm assuming two. the next one is yeah. going to be 50 plus. Let's find out. Actually. Which to me, fifty plus, it does. It, you can't compare to Johnny Black. So they do have an eighteen year, but the next looks like it's a thirteen year. Oh, and it's actually no longer offered in Ohio. That would be why I didn't buy that. So let's look up the eighteen year. Ohio's laws make me sad. <laughs> so yeah, the eighteen year seventy dollars. So I would like to try that as well. Yeah, but then we don't have a Johnny comparison. There's no Johnny that compares. I was to that, say, really. what's what's Johnny Green? Is that lower than Black? I have no idea. I'll look it up. What's what is the yeah, I don't know what the price of that is in Ohio. Johnny Walker Green. Johnny Green is sixty five. 
So we might have to try that at a certain. That could be a follow up. Those could be those could be closer. But I don't think I don't like Johnny Green that much. Is that right? I don't know why, but I think green is a terrible advertising color for whiskey. Uh, yeah, because everyone's gonna think rye. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody's gonna think rye. Because unless you like rye, you're not you don't like rye. rye. <laughs> and that's why I think nobody knows about Johnny Green. That could ver- I didn't know about it until actually I saw it on TikTok. I didn't know yeah. that it even existed. Yeah, because so. nobody's gonna like if you don't like rye, that you're not buying rye for sixty five dollars. Exactly. And when I see a green on the shelf, I keep looking in, in the you know second to the highest shelf. I'm not buying that because exactly. I don't like rye enough to buy spend eighty dollars on a rye. It is so attributed to rye that it's like it i think you just kind of look past it at any rate regardless of how well it's marketed or not that'd be interesting to try them side by side now actually i'll let you conclude first since you're the johnny fan i'll let you give your conclusions on your thoughts about this and don't finish your glasses because i have an idea and i can give you more obviously but i have an idea but you go ahead first i like both i do like the difference but like if we're talking what i prefer it's the johnny black flavor okay but I'm not saying that it's better. They're just different. Yeah. It's not. But I will say that I would like to try the more expensive Chivas because I think I wish they did have like a four, this was like a $40 bottle because I the clove is not pleasant. Yeah. Like the herb to it is not pleasant. And it's very it's just as pronounced as the Johnny at the end, whereas the Johnny is like all the way through. Yep. Um, I wish they had more of like the caramel notes than they do the fruit. I wish it was a mix. Okay. But then I guess I'm just looking for Johnny in a bottle that's not Johnny. Right. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I pretty much agree with what you said about they're not better or worse. They're just different. I think the only reason I would pull Johnny ahead is that it definitely feels better in my mouth. But that could be the price difference, which is what makes it so tough. That's why I wish they had the 40 45 even $50 bottle. Like If it was like $47, right. I would be like, that's the same price. Right. Because right. they're in the same category to me once you cross 35 And it does look like the 13 years 30 35 it's just not offered in ohio so that stinks fan <laughs> yeah so <laughs> gotta love ohio i know right i like that they do have the website that'll just straight up tell you so that you know if something's offered here or yeah not, that's true OHLQ. but um what i will say between the two is i think which one i will grab when they're sitting on my shelf which one i'm going to grab between the two will 100 percent depend on my mood like i think they are so close that it totally depends. Do I want to smell the herbs? Because the smell is pretty solid. The palate, I'm not a big, big fan yeah. of like that clovey herbiness. But the smell of the herbs is really pleasant. See, I like Johnny in the winter. And I don't necessarily drink Johnny as much in the summer months. And I could see drinking this like blended scotch in the summer. Literally, the next thing I was going to say was, I feel like Johnny is a fall drink and Chivas is a spring drink. Like that's Johnny what they is my like, feet up by the fireplace yeah. favorite. And Chivas is definitely like... A, early fall like late summer drink because it tastes like i'm getting the last pears off the yeah it kind of gives you that feeling like fresh mode grass like yeah the woods that's yeah because it's so much like of a lighter peated flavor yeah it's way less apparent if there even is i don't know for sure if there's peat in there because they don't even say but it might be like the heather and all that i mean that's still like earthy and maltiness a lot of times me personally i think this happens to a lot of people you get so used to trying peated scotches that you kind of associate the earthy maltiness with the peat flavor. And actually, in our last uh, review episode, Justin did that, where he said that the uh, Balconis up there tasted kind of like Laphroaig. And he's like, is that the peat flavor? And I'm like, I think it's actually just the malt flavor. But they both have kind of an earthy base to them that you That's can attribute true. them to each other. But um, yeah, I'll actually see if it tells me super quickly. Uh, whether or not there's any peat in it, but I don't think it's going to. 
It does not say. If it does say, then it's not super apparent. But I will absolutely say I was worried the Chivas was going to be just an off-brand Johnny Walker, and I don't think it is. I think it is if you kind of like Johnny Walker, but you want something a little different, you're going to like Chivas the most. And if you kind of like Chivas, but you want something a little different, you're going to like Johnny the most. I wish Johnny Black was Chivas on the nose and Johnny the rest of the way. Oh, that's true. The nose is way more pleasant. <laughs> the nose is so... I don't even... Honestly, like I never even drink Johnny Black out of a Glencairn because I don't care about its nose. Is that right? Yeah. But what I will say too, and you said you don't drink it out of a Glencairn, is what you had mentioned earlier is that the Johnny is stronger on the nose. And so you might not really need the Glencairn That's that. true. But the, the smell of the nose is more pleasant in the Chivas. Yeah. But if I'm drinking something that's like nice on the nose, I'm definitely putting it in my Glencairn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You want to get the full effect of that right? yeah yeah let's do uh okay we haven't done this since i think lafroig versus glenn morangi uh they called it it was when i had will and tyler on the show they called it the sip and spank but it's if you have one with a good nose and one with a good palate smell the good nose and taste the good palate and see how that experience okay is. that's what we're gonna do Let me, uh, yeah go ahead pour this johnny real quick i made sure to put them in the same glass that they were in before yeah no kidding that could uh maybe it'll make it better Maybe I'll get that the would be on the nose. We could blend blends. <laughs> the blend, <laughs> blend of blended scotch. The blend of Okay, the so I'm supposed to take the Chivas on the nose and then drink the Johnny. And then drink the Johnny. Let's try it. Pretty solid. That's really good. Because it's That's you, everything I want. Yeah, because it gives you the effect of it being a super complex scotch where the more complex you get, the more it changes. And so like you might have this nose, but the palate tastes like this. That's kind of the if yeah. effect that, that gives you. If somehow I go blind, I know what I'm going to tell my caretaker to do. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. First hold this one in front of my nose, then feed me this one. <laughs> but don't tell me you're doing that. Yeah. Tell me this is a brand new whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Just came out. This is the new Chivas Walker 12 year. Johnny just bought Chivas. Yeah. Bought him out. Yeah. That's solid. I like both of these a lot. I like them. Hmm. The problem with is scotch, right? Like if this yeah. was a bourbon, it would be $15 cheaper. Well, yes. And so the problem is, is I want, I want what we just had. Chivas on the nose and Johnny in the taste for the same price. Right. That's a fair point. And it point. doesn't exist. That's a fair point. I'm also thinking of where I put this with other scotches. And I think everybody knows how special Monkey Shoulder is to me personally. But if I'm trying to be <laughs> objective, not subjective, I'm trying to just be removed. I think I like them both more than Monkey Shoulder, but both less than Glenfiddich, which does line up with the price. I like Glenfiddich better. But that does line up with the price, actually. So not too bad. I would put this Chivas, actually, I'm just thinking out loud here. I would put this Chivas uh, as like a better on your mouth Suntory Toki. Because I had that Suntory Toki on the show a while ago. And it also, they actually call out that it should smell like herbs. And it, it's kind of similar. So that's That pretty... makes sense, though, for like Japanese whiskey. Yeah. To be like herb-based. Right, right. I wasn't, I'm not very familiar with Japanese whiskey whatsoever. But I've tried the Suntory. Yeah. They do a lot of very similar to scotches. Yeah, but it was do. underwhelming to me. Yeah. There's nothing pronounced about it that I'm like, ooh, I like that. It was definitely less complex and definitely more um a little hot, a little bit more burn for the amount that it is. It's what, forty three percent? Yeah. And what price is that? I think it's only like thirty five or something like that, thirty four. Now do so they it's have I'm sure they do. Do they have expensive Japanese whiskeys they here? Have very expensive. I think Actually, the store I was at had a really bad selection, but it was literally that one for like 34 or 35 and I think the next one was like 120 actually. Yeah. 
So wow, it was a really bad. That would selection, be a but... giant jump. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be going straight off the high dive with no life jacket and can't swim. Right, and so I'm picking out a Japanese for the show, and I'm like, I think we're gonna go with 35. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think even my and like if I if I found out I liked it, I would try a fifty dollar one. Oh, for sure. I think the next one that I do will be more expensive because that's what I said about that one. Is it tastes good but cheap? Is what I thought. Yeah. So. Not cheap, but it tastes good, but like it should be better, is basically. Yeah, that's the problem with anything that's not bourbon, is like you're not like you're gonna have to pay an extra fifteen dollars to get the same quality. Yeah. I feel the same way about I mean about that topic. Like anything imported tends to be more expensive. Except I will say there are a couple, I've just realized, a couple of decent cheap Irish. But like most not, because like if you think Jameson's thirty dollars, it doesn't taste like it's thirty dollars if you're comparing it to bourbon, right? Yeah, it tastes like it's like twenty dollars, right? But um, I actually think Tullamore Dew is pretty good, and it's only twenty dollars. Yeah, Tullamore Dew is really impressive for its yeah, price. For the price, exactly. So I haven't tried the Black Bush up there yet, but Bush but I'm Mills. just gonna go to Redbreast Twelve every time. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> stuff's fantastic. Yep. Okay, well. I think that basically rounds it out is these are apples and oranges, <laughs> almost literally. <laughs> pears and oranges. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what? Uh, pears and toffee yeah. is what we're comparing. Hazelnut and toffee. Very solid comparison, though. I'm, thank you to whoever asked this question. This was a long time ago, so I don't remember. But I liked this comparison a lot. If you guys have the money to go buy both of these and put them side by side, I think that will give you some very serious insight into what you prefer do you prefer more of the space side flavor or more of the isla flavor and it shows you what direction you want to go with actual scotch too right not blended like scotches single malts yeah, yeah exactly so that's pretty neat and i do like glenfiddich a lot so that's why i might because glenfiddich is space side i might see myself drinking the chivas more often the herbs on the nose are so pleasant but i just don't like the finish as much i can't remember which one when i tried johnny green one of one of your actual scotch single malt bottles it yeah. reminded me more of um and it might have been the glen fittich that it had more of those that flavor profile that could be and that's what i was trying to refer to earlier i haven't had the johnny green so i don't know but that could very well be now um, but i wasn't a big fan really not for that price point like it wasn't like yeah. i would read like i would reach for if you didn't tell me how expensive they were i would still reach for black yeah that's fair and like glenfiddich's only 45 whereas the johnny green's what 65 i think we just said so i think it's close to 70 whatever yeah. it is um so that's pretty much all i have to say about the two is it pretty much depends on my mood which one i would go for what what are you thinking time I guess? of year which Ta- is Ooh. not as much typical for other whiskeys to me but yeah like blended ones that like depending on the blend of the blended scotch which i haven't had chivas till today but it definitely is a time of the year thing like i don't drink johnny in the summer but i would i would drink chivas in the summer totally agreed yeah yeah and actually another thing that i would put with that that i didn't think about till just now is depending on what else is going on like if you're pairing johnny darker cigar chivas lighter cigar if you want them to be similar if you want to like contrast johnny with a lighter cigar chivas with a darker cigar and i think that would be a good reason to grab either of them scotch yeah. with the cigar is pretty solid so all right well that's all i've got to say for today do you have any final comments i do not 
All right. Thank Till you guys time. for listening. Till next time. As I mentioned, if you can just go grab you both of these bottles, I highly recommend it. I think it's really, really good comparison. I think it's a good entryway, not only into blended scotch, but into scotch. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't like touched any like of the scotches that you've reviewed on here. Right. I don't think I've been part of any of the scotch episodes. No, because I was purposely keeping you away from it because I know you liked Johnny. And yeah. So until now, I was purposely making you try new things, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... It's a good entryway into knowing what scotch you like, because this is, to me, like, which region you yeah, prefer. absolutely. You're seeing something that are close on the spectrum, but different directions, and you can yeah. get an idea for and it. And they're close enough that it's not, like, a real jump into scotch. Right. It's not, And it's also not like you're going to be like, oh, these are so different that all Islas must taste like this, all space sides, because they're both blended, so you get right. you get a little bit of a similarity there. Yeah. So I recommend you guys do that. If you can, go ahead and grab those bottles and try them. Let me know what you think. But I think this is a fantastic comparison to sit down and do. That's all we've got for the episode today. So I will leave you with learn to drink, drink to learn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, it only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list i will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month that way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes once again thank you so much for listening to the show the whiskey noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol